Welcome to the Instant Journeyman Podcast Monday Motivation Series. I'm your host, Jeremy Andrzejewski. And with the Monday Motivation Series, we're going to go ahead and start off by interviewing successful businessmen and women, entrepreneurs, athletes, award-winning chefs, healthcare professionals, and so on to learn what drives them to be successful and what keeps them motivated once they are successful. So if you're having a rough week, or just need a little bit of a, a kick in the ass, uh, that's what we're here to do. So uh, please All enjoy. right, today's Monday Motivation Series guest is Rachel Mariotti. Uh, Rachel is a mental health coach who is a pioneer in the blending of therapy and physical fitness. She holds a master's degree in psychology from NYU. Rachel is known for her tough love coaching, and her clients can speak to that. Uh, she also can't be touched on the rowing machine. So everybody, let's go ahead and welcome Rachel Mariotti. Welcome, Rachel. Uh, I just uh, I want to go ahead and get this started off by by saying I don't think we've actually met in person. I think that we started no. off by being friends. Uh, because of a mutual friend of ours, Gary Brown, we were, became friends on Instagram or some social media. And that's yeah, crazy. It's 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 so crazy because I mean I feel like we've been buddies for a while because we 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 text message with Gary and you know back and forth and yeah. kind of rip on each other. So mm -hmm. that this is this is nice to actually see you face to face. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm happy about that. Welcome. Likewise, yeah. Thank you. And we we did a sober October together too. That was that's right. And that you was wild. Were, you weren't uh, you weren't the rock star that I was nervous you were going to be in that. <laughs> no, no, and I I I felt the pain. You guys really put the salt in the wound on that one. Oh, we uh, yeah we we took that we took that to the next level. I felt <laughs> we're gonna do it again this year. So you you gotta I get ready. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in your bio, you said you know, or I, I said you can't be touched on the uh, the rowing machine, and um, you, if I'm not mistaken, were the one who influenced Gary to do the rowing million meter row or million meters rowing uh, in last year, right? Yeah, I, you know, Gary has a bunch of crazy friends uh, and and surrounding yourself with crazy people, I guess you you end up making crazy goals. I, I, I would, I'll take credit in saying that I, I got Gary to start using the rowing machine more. And uh, it was all short sprints under like 30 seconds. <laughs> I would just just tell him to just go balls to the wall. And then he just and then he went into this whole other level of endurance training. And um, and then he decided to do a million. That was that was pretty nuts. He, he did it. And I don't know. I think he finished it, last last September or last October. He finished the million meters. Yeah. I, I started doing it because he's like, hey, you want to do it? I said, yeah, I'll do it. First month, I crushed it. I did like, I, I think I did over, I, I think I did over 125,000 meters. Oh, wow. Yeah. The second uh, the second month, I started with my, uh, I, I did out of the blue, I did a, a 50 uh, mile uh, ultra marathon in February in uh, Lockport, New York. And I screwed up my legs and that I never recovered right. from that. That was right when quarantine happened this year? 
No, no, that was that was last year. Oh, okay. This is this is okay. last year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You were doing something nuts, running in the dark with like a headlamp on your head. I I, I don't know. I just remember I, was, I texted Gary. I was like, "What's going on?" I think I messaged him on Instagram. I'm like, "What's going on with Jared? What the hell is he doing?" <laughs> yeah, we we uh, it was it was me uh, and 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 another buddy of mine. We we decided we were in quarantine in Florida, and we're like, "Hey, you know what? Why don't we do this?" Uh, this this challenge they have is every four hours you run four miles for forty eight hours. Yeah. So you end up you end up running basically two marathons, and it, it was it was brutal. We we got like I think we got like twelve miles in, and then we were tired. We started at midnight, and there may or may not have been some drinking going on. Mm. So it was a little it was a little interesting. <laughs> it goes hand in hand, I think. <laughs> yeah. So let's go ahead and dive into our, uh, our our Monday motivation questions here. Um, same setup as 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 I stated in the intro. Uh, it's going to be four questions, and then I'm going to have the uh, million dollar question, right? That that I ask okay. everybody. So so it's it's a it's a it's just a fun question. Pizza so, or pasta? I already have it, my mind made up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how did you get to where you are in your career? Or life right now like where did you where, where did it all begin because you know when you look at your social media you are this like you know and, and forgive me if it's if it's the wrong thing but you are this rock star trainer um you know and you have a million followers and you're you know in, in my opinion you're an influencer for for fitness and and i i was how did you get to where you are well, just to be clear, whoever's listening, uh, I don't have a million followers. I only have like 8,000 and some change. So it's a big difference. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that big of an influencer. I, uh, how did I get into my career? Well, it started, I think, well, before fitness, I was in corporate marketing and advertising. And I did that for three years in New York. And before that, I was actually telling the story the other the last night at dinner. I was, uh, one of my first jobs in New York city was, um, being a promoter at nightclubs. It has really? no relationship to what I do now, but I guess the, it's the journey, right? This is the journey man, journey woman podcast. There you go. <laughs> and so, um, what led me to go into fitness and mental health? Uh, a lot of things. I think the seed was planted when I first moved to New York and I was completely destabilized. Uh, I was out of my environment uh, in, out of Ohio where I grew up. I, would, I, did, I, I did split undergrad two years at University of Akron and then two years at City College. And so um, completely uplifted my life to New York and for several reasons, I had a friend that moved here. I had visited New York before. I kind of had an itch to travel and live somewhere else. And what I was studying at the time, advertising, and then got a job in advertising, I wasn't enjoying it. And pushed through it for three years, hated it. Um, my lifestyle was not put together. My fitness routine, my mental health, and at the time, didn't know to reach to, out to a therapist or didn't realize that there are resources to establish a better training routine. I was just taking Barry's classes. I was going to Equinox doing whatever dumbbell circuit that I could find. And throughout those years, I 
really knew deep down that I, this, this job that I was in, this corporate job, was not for me. So I started reaching out to trainers at Equinox because I had known a handful of them because I had worked. I, I had actually worked there. It was one of my first jobs in New York working at the shop. In Mine too. Mine too. Oh, I, really? was, I, was, I was front desk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. When was this? Uh, I started working there in uh, October or yeah, October of 2002. Okay. I was there later. I was I was there 2010. Oh. And and so I had known trainers from from that club and over this time of not liking my job I reached back out and was curious about what it's like to be a trainer. I have a lot of people doing this to me now who are in corporate jobs. I talk to people in mental health who are on the verge of a breakthrough with their career and they want me to push them to do it. And I, I, I hate being in that position, but I, I'm more so just a, a sounding board and a reflective light on, on what they're saying to me and helping them recognize patterns, which is what I was trying to do. So I, I was curious. I could see myself dipping my toes into the water. Of, I don't like my job anymore. I started taking uh, a course in psychology, a cognitive behavioral therapy course at NYU, just a one-off course and uh over a six-month period i had quit my job became a trainer at equinox uh and also applied for graduate school and over a year's time i was a full-time trainer and group fitness instructor and then also a full-time graduate student so it, it turned into this transition and over this transition i really felt a rush of energy and life come come inside of me that I'm like wow I I have literally I had not no salary at the beginning of Equinox I was lucky enough that my old job was paying me full time and I was also bartending so bartending was always, always the thing that I'm like all right I'll just go back to bartending because I bartended for a few years in New York and that's easy cash so um I was in this hustle mode and I had a vision of, you know, when you have, when you feel like you have a vision or a purpose, it's actually, although it's full-time work of a new job and full-time school, it's very stressful. I felt fulfilled because I was taking steps towards something that I truly think I could make a difference in versus what I was doing before. So, um, that, was a fun experience and and I, I every time I think about it you know because I, I really do think how we store memories and how we pull them up is that's generally generally our feeling about our life our life every time I think about that I I think it's an, it's an exciting period you can see me I'm like moving my hands and I'm, yeah you know yeah you, you, about you look it, so. you got you got a big smile on your face you look excited <laughs> about it that's I mean that's awesome so yeah. you it, I mean you kind of were just sick of the the, the rat race of corporate America I, I, I'm, I'm taking from this and you said this is you know I'm, I'm gonna make a big change and kind of want to go down the the way of helping people right in that sense definitely yeah I I, I just kind of took a look at the people who were in my corporate job who had been there for three years, for five years, for 10 years, for 20 years. 
and assess their level of happiness. And it, I wasn't buying it in this particular field. Now, if I was making bank, you know, Gary said he went into finance because he simply wanted to make money. If I was in a finance job, I might've lasted a little bit longer. I wasn't making that much. Right. You know, 30, 40 K, maybe 50 K by the time I left. It was, um, and, and I'm fortunate for that. Let me, let me say that just to, just to be clear. Cause that could be a, a lot of money to some people. So, right. um, but I, I just was thinking long-term, do I want to be selling advertising to brands, promoting Coca-Cola, promoting, you know, brands that I don't necessarily support and I'm indirectly tied to the, to their advertising spending. So right. that's, yeah. So I was, I didn't want to do that. No, that's, 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 that's interesting. I mean, I, I, I see a lot of people that struggle to, and, you know, hopefully some listeners that are struggling to, to, you know, wake up every, every Monday and say like, Hey, you know, I have to go to my job and I'm miserable at it. You know, I, I don't enjoy it. So it seems like you found something that you, you like possibly even love to do and you're doing it now and you know, you're, you're, you're doing good with it. Right. So a lot of people say like, well, you know, I was in, I, I was in finance and it was, uh, you know, I was just making a lot of money and, you know, I was pretty miserable in my personal life. You know, like mm -hmm. a lot of people will settle for that. You know? So it's, it's cool that, you know, you kind of deviated from that and went to your own way. Now I, you know, and, and I may have embellished a little with a million followers, uh, and, and, and be an influencer. <laughs> no. I, I think you, I think you are. Um, uh, but I, I would, Thanks, I would Jay. deem you, <laughs> I would deem you successful in, in, in your arena. Um, you know, just based off of, you know, how people speak highly of you in the industry, you know, people that I know, whether it's, you know, personal trainers or management or, you know, whatever. Um, so, and I mean, your clients, when, when you, you know, you're, you're working with them, they, they seem to love you. So, uh, I think that you're, you're, uh, successful. What, but what keeps you driving towards becoming the, you know, or, or becoming more or, or staying at that level of success? What, what motivates you to keep going? Like what, what's that drive for you? You know, it's not this big sweeping. I have this mountain that I'm climbing and I feel I'm on top of the world. It's, it's actually very practical things. You know, I value consistency in my routine with, with exercise and I value the, the detail work that I think I've done with mental health. Every time I hit a rough patch, I'm like, man, you know, it's always a reminder that the, the mental health ebbs and flows never stop in life. But creating a, a system, creating a, a routine, creating a discipline around it has been so valuable for me. And simply being that person in someone's life that can help discipline them to train and discipline them to simply talk a little bit more about how they're feeling in, in their situation is, is extremely valuable because human beings are are so they're so full of life and 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 we get stuck in so many ways and so i i'm i value being the person that can open up those doors and and create more energy 
in, a, in somebody's life to, you know, and that, that has a ripple effect in its, in it, in it of itself. So that, that's exciting to me every day. And now my, my question to you is, so, so you, you do a mixture of both. You do, you know, fitness and a little bit of, of mental health. Do you, do you, do you focus on some, do some clients just have one where they say, I just want to work with you on my mental health, or do you always kind of blend the two together? Because from what I see and, and what, especially for me is my mental health becomes a lot better when I'm more physically fit, when I'm, when I'm healthier on, on the physical aspect of things, that's when my mental health gets a little bit more, you know, uh, stronger in my opinion. So do you do hand in hand, both of them, or is it just depends on the client? It depends on the client. So traditionally, I mean, not traditionally, I entered in the field uh, of fitness and mental health, primarily being a fitness trainer. So I, I started with for personal training and then I went back to school. And so I had a, a year, a year and a half, almost two years of fitness clients built up with no mental health involved and no thought around me becoming a professional mental health clinician. So I have a group of clients that I still see for just personal training. Now, as I transitioned through school and when I graduated, I was, I was on the other end seeing clients at the clinic, just mental health. So I had, I have both silos still. And in, in between time, while accruing my hours for licensure, because you, you know, to be a, you, in order to be a licensed therapist, you have to do your hours. I started mental hygiene because I didn't want to wait to start seeing clients on my own. Now, I, it's somewhat of, a, it's, it, it's similar to therapy. Mental hygiene is similar to therapy, but it's, it, there's just no diagnosing. So oh, okay. in, the, it's a, in, the, in the coaching arena, it's not regulated by New York State, therefore, I can see clients, right? And um, it's and so no diagnosing is the biggest component of okay. This is not therapy. I'm not going to tell you you have depression or anxiety. Um, so mental hygiene has been growing for me over the last year, and 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 I am now starting to blend it over the last six months, maybe longer than six months. No, definitely before. COVID started, I've been seeing hybrid clients where we start with training and then we do a just quick transition of breathing and then we sit down and talk about their mental health and, and specifically what they want to put on the table for the next several weeks, usually 10 week period. We have goals. I have them do homework in between sessions. And so the training is, is valuable to them because they also want to schedule with training. They want a routine with training, but they also know that it's, they don't necessarily want to see a therapist. Right. And, and so that's where it kind of fits in. So yeah, I have all three going on right now where I just mental health, some hybrids, and then 
uh, a bigger portion of my clients are training. Very cool. Very cool. Now, uh, the question that I like to ask, uh, just because, you know, it, 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 it varies from, from person to person on, you know, when, it, and when I say person to person, successful people, they'll post all the time. I wake up super early. Right. You got the and I mentioned it before. You got the Jockos that wake up at 430. You have the David Goggins that wake up at four. Everybody's trying to wake up earlier and earlier and earlier. You have yeah. you have the Gary Browns of the world who wake up at seven or seven oh one. He said, um, I I'm, I'm curious, what time do you wake up? I wake up on average around six, around Stay six. Down. And now is that is that for for you or is that for. Just to just to get get right to work. It's to train my clients. Usually, I wake up forty five minutes before I train my clients. So, if I have a client at seven, I like to wake up around six, maybe six oh three. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know, you know. I like to. So yes, I don't get up at six to work out. I used to be that crazy person, but I, you know. I, I respect the David Goggins of the world. Um, and I think it's also, can you still hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Okay. Um, I, I also think I've d done a lot of trial and error with my schedule and I think, um, I like getting up later. Yeah. Which is still so, that early. so now, so, so 6am, 6am is not later, but okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you, would you go ahead and say that, that you're consistently around 6am no matter what day of the week it is, or, you know, on the days that you have off, because you, you ultimately you have clients and your clients, you know, you don't, you don't work a Monday through Friday schedule, so you don't have a typical weekend, right? So would you say on the days that you have later clients or even a day off, you still waking up around six and doing your thing or you sleeping in a little bit and getting that extra shut eye? I used to be really OCD thinking that I have to get up and have a fully productive day. I would say as of the last several years, I allow myself to sleep in and I enjoy it on the weekends if I can. I, I, I'm fortunate to now start my weekends a little bit later. So I, I'll still take clients on Saturday. Um, uh, and you know, I'm not taking a 6 a.m. client on Saturday. All right, well, that's I'm cool. Pay a lot of money. That's that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. And now, you know, and this is this is kind of cool because you're in the mental health arena. How how do you relieve stress? Right, like, uh, you know, are you a you know when you're stressed out, you just go and get a hard workout in, or are you an eater, or are you a I just want to sleep when I'm stressed, you know, like, how do you do it? I, to relieve stress, you know, if I'm stressed with, you know, too much work, I, I like to move. So, you know, rowing has been something that has, it, it's not something I do to relieve stress. That's not the only reason I use it, but um, running, rowing, working out, definitely just moving the body, sweating, gets your mind off of whatever and you always feel good after. Uh, meditation is, has been a routine practice that I've done now for almost a year. And that's been, you know, when you're stressed, I don't think, oh my gosh, I should meditate. 
but generally there's stress always throughout the day not always bad stress but it's just a period of time where you could turn not turn your mind off but slow your mind down and that means breathing more simply breathing more can help relieve stress so I, I am a big believer in breathing more and even in a moment's time taking a big deep breath helps and now, now real quick on that, because I, I dabble in the whole meditation thing. I do a lot of the breathing techniques. I, uh, oh, nice. I, I, what did I, you do? I, so, so oh, breathe. okay. This, you got the James Nestor book. Nice. This book, this book is phenomenal. I, I loved it. I loved it. I read the whole thing. I do. I do. Every night, every night, I, I went on Amazon and I got this piece of tape. It goes you over do? my. Oh my God. It's the greatest thing ever. Cause I used to snore like crazy. That's gone. Um, you know, I, I'm running with water in my mouth now. I, I got up to, I'm, I'm at two miles. I run with water in my mouth. So I only breathe through my nose. It's, it's so badass. I love it. I love it. Tell me t- real quick. Tell me the, what you've experienced doing that. How long have you been doing it and what has changed? Oh, I just finished the book about two Two weeks ago? Yeah. So I just finished the book two weeks ago. So, I mean, I haven't seen like significant changes, but I could tell you I don't snore anymore, um, which is awesome. Uh, And I do feel, and and maybe it's the placebo effect. I don't know. But I do feel a little bit, uh, you know, more rested, well rested. And then on top of that, the running thing, breathing through, like I'm so conscious now of how I breathe. To the fact where I'm like every time I breathe through my mouth, I'm like, wow, that was weird. Why am I doing that? Uh, but breathing through your nose th- from the book, breathing through your nose is probably the best thing you could do. And I, I, I didn't know this, but like breathing through your mouth, if you're if you're an open mouth breather, it causes more cavities than sugar, which is unbelievable. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, it's it, in, in the book. I mean, I'm. I'm not state. I didn't do any of the research. I just read it in the book. But I, I was like, holy crap! So, and and I don't have a lot of cavities, but I just always like, I always was breathing through my mouth. So now I'm very self conscious of how I breathe, and I'm always breathing yeah. through my nose, and I try to only do that. But yeah, so I do that a lot. Do you you do I I do the Wim Hof breathing. I try to do that, you know, three four times a week. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm 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 trying to just dabble in different things and see what 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 clicks with me. Uh, meditating, yeah. I do. Do you do you, do you meditate any specific time of the day or no? I meditate twice a day. Some day, I mean, some days I don't do it twice a day, but my commitment is twice a day, and I usually do it. And the f- I'll do it in the middle of the day in the afternoon. It depends on clients, but I'll, I'll make sure I squeeze it in twenty minutes. I will do Wim Hof and I'll do five or six rounds of the 30 sharp inhales, exhales with the holding. And and then the second part of the meditation is just silence. And then usually before bed, I'll do a 20 minute or 30 minute. And I like to, um, I have, I've experimented with this. So, um, I don't know. I really don't cares to tell to 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 tell people this but i do i will smoke a little bit of marijuana or weed or whatever whatever people call it and um listen to a little bit of music and 
do the breathing and it's 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 a it's a transcendental experience let's just put it that way it's really a special experience that's I, awesome um, so i've done i i don't do that every night but i've i've experimented with that and i i like the it's it's sensational that's really cool really cool so i mean so on average you're doing about 40 minutes a day, maybe 50, uh, of, of meditating slash breathing. Is that safe to say? Yes. I didn't yeah. start with that, that time frame. I started, you know, I don't know. It was almost a year ago when I was like, okay, I'm committed to this. And it was like five, 10 minutes and I would do it once a day. And then I'm like, all right, 15 and then 20 and then, then I started doing 30 and then I, I spoke to a friend of mine. He's like, yeah, I do two times 20 minutes a day. I'm like, damn, I gotta do that. So I get competitive and I'm like, maybe I should do two times 20. I still don't know if it's the right amount. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I should start meditating twice a day, it's, um, you should really base it on you and when you think it's right for you. And I do it because it's valuable. It splits up my afternoon and it helps me sleep. So I like to do it twice. Yeah, for, for me, and, and I'm not saying that I know any better. I, I just read and listen and, and hear things. But for me, I, I do it. Well, as soon as I wake up, I, tr I try to do the Wim Hof breathing. And, you know, like I said, I try to do it three times a week. Um, I, I was aiming for five. I could usually do that for two weeks and then I taper off. But I try to do the Wim Hof breathing and then I do five minutes of meditation after that. And then I start my day. Um, uh, but, you know, everything I hear, you know, it, it whenever you're feeling stressed or whatever, I hear you should just, you know, take five minutes and just do, you know, inhales and exhales and that sort of thing. But mm -hmm. yeah, it, I, so I don't know if you read the book, the James Nestor book, Breathe, but uh, or Breath. I have it on Audible. Audible. I have it too. Um, but I, uh, I strongly recommend it. And, and the breathing that he talks about is the, the one that, you get the most benefit from is six seconds in six seconds out. No, no, no holding, no nothing. That's the, the, the mm. rhythm that you should always have uh, when you want to go ahead oh, okay. and calm yourself. It's pretty, through it's pretty cool. Yes. Through the nose, through the nose. And he said, he said, you know, cause he, I, I saw him in inter right. I heard him in an interview and he, he was saying that, you know, somebody said Wim Hof says, doesn't matter, breathe through your nose or your mouth. And he says, yes, if you're just doing it for that, exercise you can breathe through your nose or your mouth doesn't matter yeah. he just wants you to get breathing but mm -hmm. if you want the full benefits it's the nose breathing that's going to get you yeah so all right um so then i got the million dollar question for you ready it's, this Great. is the fun one not you like the, eight questions already no we only do four four main questions i i had eight and i, okay, I okay, cut okay, it down okay. to four. <laughs> oh, you narrowed it down okay all right so yeah i got the four good ones all right. Um, million so, dollar question. Million dollar question. If there was a billboard in Times Square with you on it. Oh, all right, no. All right. What would you want it to say? And it, this could be a billboard of you like in like Calvin Klein, you know, underwear, or it could be a billboard of you, you know, in Lululemon outfit, or it could be a billboard of you in whatever Do you I want. Do I have to be on the billboard? You have to be. It's you. It's you. You're the one. It could be you doing something. It doesn't matter. What do you want it to say? Uh, Times Square. I would no say, pressure. Times Square. I would say it would be. Ooh, 
the first thing I thought of, and I like going with the first things that I thought of, even though I don't want it to necessarily be this, um, is me meditating, like maybe on the left side of the billboard, and um, and then and then it just says breathe with period, big caps, all, you know, all caps, breathe really big, because when you're in Times Square, um, you're probably chest breathing, and you're probably, like, you probably see a naked person. My sister and I just walked through Times Square, and we're trying to get a <laughs> picture, and like, there's, like, a naked woman, like, naked cowgirl, but she wasn't a cowgirl. She was just walking around naked, like... <laughs> And they were like, oh man, it startles you. You're probably not breathing. So if you look up at that billboard and it's like, I don't know what I would be wearing. I thought of, I, I automatically thought, I'm like, I'm wearing a pair of J's. Um, I don't know who meditates in the Jordans, but maybe, maybe it's <laughs> relatable. Um, and, uh, you know, like a t-shirt. And maybe it'll make you breathe. I love it. I love it. That was great. Is that cool? That's cool, man. I like that. That's that's a that's a good right. answer. What is yours? Can I ask you? I <laughs> believe it or not, I've never first thought thing of it. Your head. Come on. Uh, first thing, this? Come here. This... I I seriously have it because I was like I was like nobody's gonna ask me what mine is. So I um and this is this is only the second Monday motivation. So I I didn't think it would be oh, that gosh, quick. I Somebody. Would... Motivating. Um, I I guess I guess it would be uh. It would be me doing something active. I don't know what it would be active, but doing something active. And I, I guess it would be something like, um, uh, you know, don't take life too serious or some, something like that. Because I, I just think that, you know, right now in every aspect of life, whether it's, you know, uh, family, work or whatever, uh, politics have have creeped into it and i think that people just take everything way too seriously and uh so maybe i wouldn't be doing something active maybe i would be joking around or laughing um that would make more sense yeah. <laughs> with my message <laughs> uh but along with this painting right here yeah i don't know what is that is that is that part of the wallpaper what is this Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. The, uh, this, this, yeah, this I don't. picture of the palm trees. Yeah, I, I, oh, right here? Yeah, 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 you have a picture. Oh, of oh, I thought you were talking about the, oh, yeah, no, right here. I, I have a, it's a sticker uh, that looks like a window, and that's my beach setting. Because <laughs> you are, you're looking at my office right now, my office slash podcast studio. So. I love it. Yeah, uh-huh. So well, I I do want to thank you for being on. Uh, I hope I hope you had fun, and hopefully we'll do uh we'll do another one of these. We'll do a yeah, a whatever I Wednesday like we series. Another half hour. I feel like we're just getting started here. I know. Well, that's what we want to leave them coming back for more, Rachel. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come back probably maybe maybe in a, a couple of weeks we'll come back with a, a whatever Wednesday series where we can talk whatever you want. We can talk about workouts. We can talk about mental health. We can talk about. I love that anything you want. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed talking to you. Uh, is there any, uh, do you, can you, can you handle with your million followers? Can you handle more Instagram followers? If I give out your, your, your name? <laughs> oh man, I, 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 it's a, it's a gift and a curse the the Instagram platform. 
Sure, send them my way. All right, so it yeah. um it, I I think it's at Rachel Mariotti. Rachel Mariotti, M A R yeah Mariotti, M A R I O T T I. Don't yes, that all right. And I will um I'll I'll also tag you uh when we post this um on Monday. Cool. All right. Well, cool. thank right. you so is much. There, is, this, is there is there a, something I can follow for your podcast? Is there a yes 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 there is um the instant journeyman. Okay. I think it's just at the instant journeyman. Um, okay. And it's all all one word. Let's go ahead and give a shout out to our sponsors. Awesome. SaberCon Concrete Restoration for all your concrete restoration. Florida and VitFit Springs or VitFit Keys now, where Melissa will go ahead and whip your butt into shape. Uh, she is doing Zoom trainings. So please go ahead and take a look.